0: I'm Callan. And I'm Keegan. And you're listening to Assorted Interests. You and I. I gotta get it do die. I not we could try? Welcome back, episode 14 of Assorted Interests. First and foremost, Keegan and I need to address the elephant in the room. We have taken a brief, not very brief, hiatus from recording the podcast to you. So to you. Uh, everyday listeners or every week listeners we apologize uh, deeply but obviously we're both in pretty stressful not stressful but pretty strenuous times right now as far as our lives go so just um, you know getting those priorities in line uh, must is you know of top priority what Keegan anything to say there
1: Uh, I mean we're both very very busy people and we like to do a lot of yeah a lot of interesting cool stuff but um anyways you've you've done you've done some a lot of big work lately so yeah yeah oh.
0: definitely and um yeah i've been caught up in that really really heavily and then uh i went on a cruise which can't yeah, you complain. were out of the country for that's awesome so i was out of the country for a week and uh like i said can't complain very super grateful for that and um yeah so we're just taking a little break but you know what breaks are actually, always great actually, you come back better than ever
1: can I can I dress something? Go for it. You posted a picture on IG and yeah. I've, I've showed my friends because you I look like the little brother now because of this picture.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That that picture had to be posted, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. That picture <laughs> and got I snapped
0: was, up and, you know, it had and to be like to the ground.
1: Oh, it was it was perfect. I I <laughs> love it. It's just I yeah. can I can't take a
0: picture like that. That's what it's about, man. But no, that's that's consistency right there. That's the last that's the first thing I think always. And I say that and it's ironic because we haven't been consistent with this podcast lately, but we'll be back 100%. We'll be back to the weekly, if not twice a weekly. Twice a weekly, that's new. Bi- bi-weekly would be I know oh, no, it's bi-weekly. Yeah. I know yeah. it's bi-weekly. Okay. But yeah. Cool. We'll be back on that and uh, I think um like I said bigger and better than ever. I, I, we've had we've had some pretty pretty big ideas. As far as future episode goes, and if we can iron out the logistics of this stuff, like classified information, don't want to really release it yet. But if we can iron it out and make it happen, dude, that could be a big break, and definitely you, you um, loyal listeners will be stoked, stoked for these uh, upcoming plans. What do you think, Keegan?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, from the last time we've talked, there. I mean, they're in the works. I don't know how how much further you've gotten, but. Right.
0: No, not uh, much further to be honest. I haven't really, like I said, I mean, busy. But uh, I mean, same yeah, time. We're,
1: this is this is. I don't want to say this is our side project, but this is like one of the things we enjoy doing, that we kind of yeah. just do because we enjoy it. We don't do this because we enjoy it because yeah. we enjoy it, and we like to uh, give our listeners something something to think about, no something doubt. to discuss. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see if what we have in store can. Can come to fruition.
0: Right, if we can make it happen. If we can make it happen, I think it'll be a huge break. And, um, like I said, it, it could get some, we could gain some traction. That'd be pretty serious. So, uh, yeah, like I said, big things coming, just wait on those. And um, I think just right now, I want to say that, or I want to say the big theme for this episode for me, number 14, episode number 14, and then to, we address the hiatus, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, I want to say count your blessings. I've been really in a, a a grateful mood lately, uh, for the past couple of weeks now, especially because of the cruise I went on, and just the process I'm going through, it it's pretty awesome and it's great to see. And I, you know, I think sometimes we just gotta look back and go, man, I'm thankful and just be thankful for what we have, man. A lot of us are blessed, uh, extremely blessed, and um, um, that, that that's my message for today. Count your blessings and really, really don't don't underestimate um, the one the things you can do and two the importance of the stuff and people you have in your life. Uh,
1: one I, first off, I love all of that. Um, one thing I'm working on is doing that, especially even when there's like hardships going on in your in your life or obstacles put in your way is still staying grateful with those obstacles, grateful for the opportunity to overcome those obstacles. Even if you fail at overcoming those obstacles, the opportunity, some people aren't even granted the opportunity.
0: So exactly. And um, my thing is, that's the most important thing to do when you, uh, when you're going through a, r- a rough patch, is to be grateful. Because when you start to focus on what you don't have or what you can't do, things get rough. Whereas when you come to a fork in the road and you start to think about what you do have, everything's be- everything becomes clearer. I think.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. It yeah, becomes it just... your path becomes clearer, your ideas become clearer. What I mean everything you're thinking becomes clearer
0: yeah no 100 percent i think that rough patches they lend themselves to think negatively but if you flip the script and do the opposite uh so much so much great can come out of that uh learning experiences all that trust me it's so much better when you go through a rough patch and instead of being down on yourself you're grateful for what you have you're grateful for what you can do you're grateful for what you get to do every day and everything clears up. You get you gain a new sense of clarity and a new sense of determination most of the time. At least yeah. in my experiences.
1: I would agree with that. I would agree with that wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah. And especially in the times like you and I are going through just this whole application process, you to grad school, me to undergrad. That this is big, you know what I mean? Is just making sure you're staying blessed. Or not staying blessed, but staying grateful for your blessings. And um it, it'll just help. I think it helps in every account.
1: Um, one thing I, I want to communicate to you, and this is something I think we've talked about in the past, but um, one thing I didn't do when I was in your shoes and under applying for undergrad and stuff was I took every rejection personally.
0: Yeah, and you can't do that.
1: And I couldn't and it, it ate me up to, to be completely honest with you. It, it was really rough on me. But it turns out I ended up where I was supposed to end up. And I you know we've discussed it after my four years at school. I I know wholeheartedly this is where I was supposed to be and this was the best place for me. So, yeah. like, one thing I want to communicate to you is whatever happens, happens. You end up where you end up. But, end of the day, you you control your mindset going into it. You control your what you do for the next four years and how you improve and get better at every aspect of your life. So... In, that's why I, I think I've told you told you this multiple times and I've told your friends this but like enjoy it This is a fun time. Yeah, believe it or not. It's stressful, but like it's fun. There's a lot of like mystery There's a lot of anxiety, but there's also a lot of excitement
0: Yeah, no, I always the anxiety has an yields an equal and opposite reaction. That's just as good most of the time hmm You know what I mean? I, I produce like, my
1: best when I'm anxious When I'm a little bit nervous, when I'm a little bit apprehensive.
0: Yeah, I would completely agree. And anxious times always yield big, big, big things. And big things, regardless of if they're bad or good, are always good for your life. Because you'll learn something from them if they're bad. And you'll gain whatever you're going to gain if they're good.
1: True, true.
0: Yeah. So what about the sports world right now? Is anything crazy going on? I mean, I mean, there's
1: a lot of there's always something crazy going on, Cal. You know that.
0: Yeah, this is true. Um, um, what, what, what do
1: you want to start with? Do you want to start with Dez? Do you want to start with Bryce Harper? Yeah, you I want guess to we start Dez
0: because you just brought it up. So, as probably all of you have seen, Dez Bryant signed with the Saints, who are arguably the best team in the NFL right now. I would and say the hottest
1: a- team, very, very much so, at least.
0: Oh yeah, got to be the hottest. My, like I said, might even just be the best. They've made some big acquisition acquisitions uh, just recently. Uh, Dez, I don't know how big Dez will be. I've never been a Dez Bryant fan ever.
1: I, it's just, I think it's he's even scarier when you have Michael Thomas on the other side.
0: Michael Thomas, that's is my personal the best player, best receiver in all of football.
1: Yeah, that's that's you... my that's my
0: argument. Yeah, no, I would one hundred percent agree. That he's oh no he's a threat no doubt you know what I mean well I mean it also depends on what kind of shape he's in
1: and it also is he in football on, shape that, it also depends on how his mentality is when he enters that locker room what it is is he he's coming in as a I'm the guy, room guy. yeah is, is he coming in and saying I'm the guy and that might cause him to butt heads with Michael Thomas or does nope. does he come in and say Drew Brees you're one of the greatest quarterbacks ever right Michael Thomas you're one heck of a receiver. Um, Alvin Kamara, you're probably the best receiving back in the NFL. Besides, would you say Kareem Hunt? Maybe.
0: No, no, he is the best receiving back. He's the best. Okay. I think he's the best running back in the NFL.
1: But okay, that might be. There might be some disagreement. Please, probably. Is there a way for our listeners to reach you to uh, argue with you on that one?
0: <laughs> yeah, through my IG. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get get at get at Cowan for that comment. But um. Yeah. No, if you really I think. Want to. Yeah. Yeah, Most I mean,
0: talented at least. God, he's so good.
1: Here, here's, the, here's the thing about Callan, and uh, he'll attest to this as much as I'll attest to this. There is a 100% chance I come home or I call Callan and we argue about something for 10 minutes. And he at the end of it, I either go, no, neither of us ever changes our mind. But we just go, wow, I'm glad I wasted 10 minutes arguing with you about that. Yeah. Every single time. Every single time we argue, I'm like, God, that was never not worth my time.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I'd agree. But no, knowing Des Bryant, he's going to enter that locker room. Hopefully, he's a changed man. But historically, Des Bryant's on that guy. Just, I don't know. Just doesn't seem like the type of guy you want on your team or in your locker room.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree wholeheartedly with that one.
0: Oh, actually, speaking of the Saints... Did you watch last week's game against the Rams?
1: Yes, it was one of the greatest games I've ever seen. So you it watched was, all of it? I watched... I want to say I watched the second half of it. Okay, good. Then Very intent- the part that I'm the, talking the about. The cell phone?
0: Yes, the cell phone Loved thing it. with Mike Thomas. Did you think Troy Aikman and um, Joe Puck I didn't
1: hear it. I didn't hear this.
0: Oh. I was, I was in a public place where they had the game muted. Okay. Or, and well, I was
1: also talking to
0: a friend of mine who's a Saints fan. So... They made a huge deal about the fifteen yard penalty Michael Thomas got for the cell phone under the the prop, using a prop. And in I thought it was absolutely way? ridiculous. In what way? They were like, this is you can't be doing this. This is an immature move by Michael Thomas. This is absolutely you, ridiculous. The remind me yards, of the guy's
1: remind me of the guy's name that he was he was paying a homage Joe to somebody. Joe Horn did that. Right. The same exact thing. In the no, same exactly. exact end zone. Mm-hmm. Like, and, that that's kind of cool. I mean, know exactly. He was paying. He was paying his respects to one of the yeah. former players of the organization.
0: Exactly. And Joe Buck and Troy Aikman would not drop it. They're like, this is unbelievable. The game was ending, and the Saints won by two. What did they end up winning by? A touchdown or two?
1: I don't know, but they put a beat down on uh, the Rams.
0: Yeah. Who up exactly. until
1: that week, up until that week,
0: literally looked unbeatable. Yeah, it looked like the best. Yeah run away the best team in the NFL but no Joe Buck and Troy Aikman wouldn't drop it and they're they're starting to question Michael Thomas' character which I think he's an unbelievable kid
1: yeah and a lot of people
0: believe that a lot of people were clowning or not clowning but blasting Joe Buck and Troy Aikman for making such a big uh, for making a mountain out of a molehill essentially so I was glad that people had the reaction I did but I was like they wouldn't drop it like five minutes after it happened ten minutes and then at the end of the game they had to make a comment about it I'm like sit down what a guy's play, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just... How many touchdowns he had that game? That was... He had an unbelievable game.
0: He 13, had 13 catches for 211 yards.
1: Yeah, that's why. It's that's insane. why I knew it, because I remember seeing his fantasy line and going, wow, that was a bomb dropped.
0: Yeah, it was the most receiving yards uh, in franchise history. Wow.
1: That's yeah, unbelievable. That's wild. And against that team, too.
0: Yeah. So you said something about Bryce Harper. What do you want to touch um, on
1: there? So, well, Boris, I I I believe I sent you an article about Scott Boris. Um, did you receive it, or you probably it was it was probably in the middle of school for you, so you probably didn't even look
0: at it. I received uh, it, and I keep telling myself I'm reading, that, I'm reading, that, I'm reading it.
1: No, it's 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 good, but his apparently he was offered a three hundred million dollar ten year extension by the Nationals for the last game of the season like that day and it oh, was yeah, I did see that no opt-out and I thought I looked at it and this is going to sound so ridiculous when you're and thinking you like about decision when you looked when no when you look at 300 million dollars 30 million a year 10 years and I sat to myself I the first thing I said to myself is I would have spit on that offer and wow, that's really? so ridiculous. Well, because here's the the thing that got me was the no opt out.
0: Yeah, the no opt outs. When I read no opt outs, I I because I saw Harper declines mega deal, and then I saw Harper declines three hundred million million dollar deal, and then I saw Harper declines three hundred million dollar deal with no opt outs. I was going, yeah, there was no opt outs. I would yeah. decline it too, probably.
1: Yeah, because here's so. You want my opinion I'll give you my opinion so I've read a, I've read a lot just because this offseason is gonna be really fun and uh, I think it's gonna be a very entertaining I think we, we might see some teams that you wouldn't expect go after some guys that you wouldn't expect them to go after right but end of the day when I looked at that deal I think Harper's gonna get from what I've read and what I've I've kind of put my thought to it I think Harper gets a deal somewhere close to three hundred forty million dollars for nine years with an opt out after five.
0: You actually think that?
1: I actually think that. I think that in. I mean, I'm on record now, so I mean, whatever I say is yeah. going to be.
0: You're right. We're going to be recorded, and this. yeah,
1: exactly. But I think he gets that, and I think he could get. I think he could get it. And I think you might see it get him get that. I don't think Machado will get as high. I think he'll get somewhere in the 300000000 hundred million dollar range. Um some probably similar similar amount of years with a similar opt-out maybe uh, maybe six or seven years yeah but i mean if you look at it from harper's perspective harper's i mean harper's agent is boris boris is walking around saying you don't get the opportunity to sign a hall of fame player with off the charts marketability yeah i mean the guy the guy is a walking billboard at times which is perfect for a city
0: yeah, you're right. I mean, just to clear up my information or not my information, but my intelligence of the whole situation. How old is Bryce Harper? Is he 29 or 28?
1: They're both 26, which is what makes it very no, they're interesting. Not.
0: Yes. Holy. Both Machado and I Harper. I thought they were. Tw- yeah, that makes sense now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because now and, uh, think about it this way. What's an opt out after five years? He's 31, right, 32. Yeah, yeah. Still at the end of his prime. He's going to be able to get he we might see a guy sign technically two $300 million contracts. That's he's going to be he's a next Six.
0: cuz when you said 340 I was like I don't know baseball has kind of in the past 2 years has kind of been moving away from those huge but it's a 26 year old he's going to get it you're right he's probably yeah, going to get it
1: yeah it's 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 and that's my point is it's the the money it's an opt out it's a it's a deal that's going makes the most sense because you even if you keep him what do you, think about Harper and Machado if you sign them to a nine-year or ten-year deal at 26, at 36, they're at that point. They're doing. You're, they're making that shift to a different position, but like they're still going to be. There's some pretty darn good 36-year-olds. Like they're no, going to still right. be productive players, even if they're they're at the 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 end of the deal. That like that they're probably not going to produce to the level when they sign the deal but you got the opportunity to buy a guy's whole prime. And what are you going to pay? The extra 3 years on the back end if he for not working out kind of thing? I mean, makes no yeah. sense to me. You would it's a no-brainer. Um No, you're absolutely right. I if do you want a dark horse kind of favorite for a team that might sign somebody that you wouldn't expect? White Sox? Yeah. I'm not sure Who? if I've said that to you.
0: I think uh, I think no, they could I've read a lot about it actually.
1: I think Harper would make sense for them. I think Machado would make sense for them too, but Harper would be cool. Harper Harper hmm. in that city, I mean, on a young yeah. team with some young,
0: exciting players. To be quite honest with you, I can't see him on the south side.
1: Yeah, that, and that's the thing is the south side kind of has this like gritty, like. Mm-hmm. the north side's
0: kind of like the... Sexy, kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to play for a historic franchise in a historic ballpark, and the South Side's kind of this gritty, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: tr- almost like a true Chicago kind of team.
0: Yeah, definitely, they definitely fit the mold of Chicago far better yeah. than the Cubs do.
1: Yeah, the Cubs kind of have like the like northern suburbs kind of. I and I have friends on both sides of this, so they might they're both going to give me give me some flack for this, but the I mean the White Sox are like like you if you're from the city of Chicago you root for the White Sox. It's kind of like uh, kind of like uh the Yankees kind of have a different different vibe with certain people in New York as opposed to the Mets. But I don't know, it's going to be a fascinating offseason. There's some there's a there's a couple good relievers out there, there's a good there's a couple good starters out there. Um
0: yeah. We'll see. I guess we'll just wait and see how it all shakes out.
1: Yeah, we're I mean we'll once that first domino on Yeah, once that first domino falls, there's it's gonna be like a blitz. It's gonna be guys are gonna go everywhere. Avalanche. Yes, yeah, literally an avalanche.
0: Alright, coming up on twenty minutes, you want to close it up here?
1: Yeah, I mean whenever, whenever you You got anything All right.
0: left to say? No, not a whole lot. Just yeah. back to the okay. whole thing. Count your blessings and be grateful for what you're going through, even if it's bad, because yeah.
1: How about we ended? Uh, be grateful for what with what you have with Keegan, just absolutely, dist- like going off on a three ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal that wasn't wasn't fair wasn't in accepted. his mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And going, yeah. that's probably the right move. Yeah. How many people if would? Scott Morris let him
0: decline it. It was probably the right move. Let's just put it that well,
1: way. Well, well, here's my thing: is Trout's Trout's sitting here going, "Okay, I'm not going to sign anything till I see what those two guys signed for." I wouldn't either. But,
0: anyways, you want right, to go music off with the? Yeah, yeah. With music suggestions, as always, uh, I got mine. So I guess I'll fire. Mine is off the new Metro Booming album, and it's uh, not all heroes wear capes. Is the the album name? Or mixtape, I think it's an album, but who knows what they call things anymore. And it's track 12. It's called No More. That's Travis Scott, uh, Kodak Black, and um, who else is in the song actually? Oops, sorry. I just played it a little bit. But um, I think Young Thug? Nope, and 21 Savage. I'm dumb. Anyways, uh, I really like this song a lot. I think it vibes well. And then Kodak Black has a line in here that I love. It's, if I could do it all over, I'd make the same mistakes all this f-wording over made me who i am today i think that's hard
1: i like it yeah. um so i'm gonna, i'm probably going to surprise you a little bit but off of moneybag yo's new album
0: <laughs>
1: i like Which one? uh lower level i like lower level it's my new gym song new gym song lower level yeah is it the one of the yeah. downloaded ones yeah it's one of the downloaded ones it's got a kodak Oh, oh one with
0: kodak yeah yeah that one's fire
1: yeah, I, I, yeah so tough. like, I I don't know how you do it, but I start every workout like with a Like I'm like I'm feeling a song, and I start with that Always. song, and then I skip around my playlist a little bit, and Always, that's the yeah, song same. I start the workout with. Lately, the last like two or three days.
0: Yeah, I've been starting off with "Overdue" by Travis Scott same Metro Boomin album, which is just kind of a lackluster album, but there's like three or four jams for good, sure, good songs. Yep. Alright, so I guess that'll be all. So as I said, count your blessings, and that'll close it up for episode fourteen, Assorted Interests. Peace. Lately I've been